<clears throat> Welcome. Uh, this this episode is a a bit of a different one. Like we're not going to go too deeply into this one because there's not a whole lot of deepness that you have to go into. Uh, and honestly, if you go deeper when it comes to this, it, it makes it harder to actually do what we're going to be talking about. So, there's two basic um, paths in spirituality and, uh, you know, to find awakening and enlightenment and things like this. There's what most people take, which is the progressive past, where it's like, I must become more aware, I must grow, I must learn, I must do all these things to find awakening, whatever it is, um, versus the direct path, which is basically... Resting in awareness, and uh, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this link in the, in the description uh, where I got a, a lot of these ideas. This particular technique I'm gonna be showing you, and I'm gonna be showing you how to perhaps do these this technique based on my own experience. Um, but you know the direct path is more is the reason why it's called a direct path is because it it automatically undoes subject object do uh dichotomy and basically subject object dichotomy is something like i am here this couch is over there this table's over here whatever it is things like this you know i am here i am separate from you i'm separate from uh this you know universe or whatever um and in the progressive path is slowly, slowly trying to get you there. Um, and that creates a lot of problems because what it does, and this is one of the reasons why I'm, why I'm talking about this, because I think we fall into this progressive path too easily. Too, um, it becomes more of an attachment. It becomes like an addiction because the progressive path has certain many traps and problems with it and and things like this um because what the progressive path does by attempt to negation is to enter the the, the uh, world of non-separation through separation meaning that you're doing all these awareness practices whatever they are what you what you meditation you know self-inquiry, things like this. And there's nothing wrong with self-inquiry or anything. Actually, self-inquiry is a bit different because it's a little more direct. But um, in particular, like meditation. Like meditation is a is the progressive path because over time, you strengthen in awareness. Um, and I think that's a great thing. I think it can be useful and for many reasons. And I will try and explain these reasons in, in this episode, or maybe in another episode, depending on how long this goes. I don't want this to be too long, but it'll probably be long anyways, because what, what what can I say? I'm an INTP, and I make long episodes. So, um, anyways. So, the problem, that, the, the problem that the progressive path has is that there are many traps associated with the progressive path, and one of the biggest ones is falling into your own story 
um, about your spiritual path. Like, oh, I'm so enlightened. I'm so this. I'm so becoming more awakened. And um, in a way, the progressive path, in, in a sense, almost seems to strengthen separation. That doesn't seem like that would be true. Um, and it, it, it is it is a thing to... There's a there's a thing to be said about the fact that it is still in some ways better than the not having the spiritual path at all. But in some ways, it, it does strengthen self uh, separation because there's in that special relationship that you have with your spirituality, and that creates an attachment. Like, oh man, this 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 feeling was so ecstatic. I was one with everything else, all this stuff, and I was doing these things, and I was having these mystical visions, and there's nothing wrong with it, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with these things. Um, but the problem is, is that it creates more separation in a lot of ways. Um, now, is it possible that over time of you know strengthening and growing your awareness in the progressive path, does this end? Does this... Uh, strength and self-separation end, or at least uh, become less of a problem, yes. But at the time, and, and for a very long time, for I mean, maybe the first couple of years of spirituality techniques, the uh, progressive path creates a specialness relationship. Um, now, I could be getting this wrong. This is based on my own opinion, but if you have ever read A Course in Miracles, one of the things that it talks about, and in, I think this has many things to do with different things, not just romantic relationships, although it talks about that as well. But one of the things it talks about is the special relationship. Um, I might actually do a, a reading of the of course, of the course in Miracles, or at least part of it, because there's some really interesting quotes in this in this book. Um even though it is very esoteric, there is a lot of, like, almost like decoding that you have to do when you read it because you're, you're, <clears throat> there's a lot of, uh, you know, Christian subtext and things like this involved. Um, and there's a lot of, like, poetic verses and, and, and instance and things like this. And so you almost have to decode what it's saying. <sighs> With your own experience. Um, and I want to make an episode about this in the future. But I think one of the mistakes that a lot of people make. And I've made this mistake, my, mistake myself. Is we look to others. And it could, could be done. It could be done with anything, right? Maybe it's about, you know, a business that you're trying to create or whatever. You, we look to others who have been successful in, these, in this venture or similar venture. Or any kind of venture that you're. You know, and, and then you look at that and you go, oh, how did you do this and how did you do that? And he tells you, right, but what what we do, and I've noticed that I've done this before, is that we ignore <clears throat> experience um, in favor of what this person is saying. Uh, for instance, like, um, you know, somebody might tell you that the cell, the, you know, something is, you know, this is how you do it, and this is what you, this does, and things like this. But if you don't find this in direct experience, there are certain, it could be caused by certain problems and certain other things, but what most people try and do is, um, rather than trying to figure out why that is, 
is they try and force it and they try and force their, their that thing to happen in real life and that doesn't really work. Um, and I want to make an episode about this in the future because there's some seriously deep, deep fundamental um, traps that that creates, right? And so I'm not saying that the progressive path is there's anything wrong with the progressive path. I think the progressive path has its uses and, and uh, I think it, it can help you to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It can help you to instinctualize uh, and intuitively um, realize and intellectualize um, spiritual knowledge and spiritual truths. But what it does, what it also can do is that can also lead you to the uh, problem of the map is not the territory where you, you start looking at the map, you start listening to the map rather than experiences, rather than, you know, whatever is happening and things like this, and rather than going to the direct path itself. So this is one of the reasons why I am in favor for, with, of the direct path, but I also understand why the progressive path is also necessary. I think it can be useful and, and helpful, and it, it does kind of help you integrate a lot of things that you may not have been able to do before. Um, and that helps to kind of balance some of the, the, uh, the, um, in some ways the oversimplification that you can get from the direct path itself. Um, so I wanted to, uh, what I want to do in this episode is I want to, uh, leave a link in the description to an article on non-duality it's called it rest, rest as awareness and um, what I want to do is I want to give you uh, explain to you one of the techniques that I particularly found useful from this article and explain to you how I found this to work um, and how I myself do this technique because I think it can help you and perhaps it can perhaps it can cause you problems um, so I want to give you a couple of warnings first before I go into this, though. First warning is to please, please do not, um, you know, when it, when it comes, when, you, when you're doing the technique, don't, you know, try to do exactly the way that I'm telling you to do in the, uh, um, in this episode, because I will be giving you descriptors and things like this that may seem like the thing to do, but what I want you to try and do instead of just following the, 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 the words and saying that this is how I do it and this is what I do, because it's very rigid, it, it, it will lead you to uh, less of a, a result that you, that I'm looking to, trying to get you to, to towards, which, what I want you to do is to notice, uh, things that I'm going to try and explain to you in direct experience when you do it in a certain way. And once you realize this, you can start to um, basically note how that happened. Try and figure out how that happened, right? And that sometimes requires trial and error. Sometimes it requires you to do it many times before you realize, oh, that's what it was. That's why I was, you know, having this experience. That's why I was having this experience in this way. Uh, and so after that, you know, if, if you 
uh, repeatedly successfully uh, figure out how you do that, then it becomes easier and easier and easier. It becomes less of a, you know, about the words and more about the direct experience itself. Um, so this te- this technique. is called, well, I forget exactly what it calls it. I think it's like the do-nothing technique, but there's so many different names that, that there's so many different types of techniques that are also called the do-nothing technique that I don't really, I don't really call it that. I call it something different, um, but it doesn't really matter. The point, the, the technique is very simple, but also very difficult because the, the, the uh, controlling nature of the mind and the and the the nature of this experience itself as well in some ways so what you do is you attempt to do nothing now this attempting is not something that you're doing with will with 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 willfulness like oh i gotta force it i gotta put a bunch of effort into doing this no it's 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 not about putting effort into it it's actually more about letting go of effort and letting go. Once you let go of enough of that effort, you let go of the um, the will that that you're holding on to. to you know that that's making you let go of all this stuff once you've let go of everything. Um, so this technique is very simple and. When you find this experience of, of non-duality, basically what you're going to be noticed, what basically what you're going to uh, find if you if you do it right, if you uh, find yourself in this state of, of of non-duality, what you're going to be noticing is that there is no subject, there's no object, there's no self, in a sense, there's no other. All there is is awareness. You can't even call it experience at that point because experience implies somebody is experiencing the experience. And so it's more like awareness. Because if I try and call it knowing or experience or something like this, it it would sound like I'm saying that there's a self experiencing it and then there's the experience itself. But actually, self itself no longer exists. Experience is not really even a thing at that point. It's more about like it's it's much much different um, in this way. So I'm going to try and give you some pointers on how this looks, how this feels, um, and what I want you to try and do. And I'm going to try and help you with this. This, this it's going to be a live exercise here. Is try this now. Trying to do nothing. Just let go of that need to do anything. Let go of the need to not do anything. And rest there. And whenever the mind tries to control or manipulate again within itself or whatever, let go. And if the mind tries to let go for too long, let go of that as well.
So, should get you started. So, I want to give you some pointers on this. And then we can do this exercise in a little bit again. But I want to give you, give you some pointers on this because I think there are two basic ways of letting go. And I want you to try and reach this middle point that I'm going to try and explain. So, the first basic... So there's three basic states, and I mean I mean there's more than that, but the, the, uh, for this for the for the purposes of this episode, there's three basic states: uh, relaxation, or what some people can call peace, or what some people can call, you know, whatever it is, relaxation, um, awareness, or what you could call lucidity, but not. But and the th- and the third state is what you could call alertness, which is usually what's as- associated with lucidity. Um, alertness is what you're what you're probably in right now. Like throughout most of our days, most of us are in alertness, and 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 unless you meditate, you're probably not even in relaxation very often. If it is, it's a very like low level of relaxation. It's not very deep, and it's not very you know wide. It's when you're there's a certain level of relaxation that you can reach in meditation where relaxation is so deep and so wide it, it feels almost like an ocean um you know but that's kind of rare you know that's something that you don't really have most of the time when you, people think of relax they think like oh let's kick back and just watch some television but that's not really relaxed because even in that state you're still alert and you're you're still in that kind of like beta stage, maybe a little bit of alpha stage, um, but you're but that's not real total relaxation. Relaxation is more in the theta delta waves. Um, no theta and uh, yeah, the theta wait, uh, waves and beta waves are like what normal state of awakening. Normal normal state of, uh, you know, life is like, uh, basically, um, so there there there's two basic ways of letting go, and and this is something that I want to try and explain, and this is something that I don't want you to, to take to, this is some, not something that I want you to try and do, uh, achieve when you do this uh, technique. Because that that itself is a doing, and that that's something to be let go of. But it's something that I think you that that's something that I want you to become aware of after the technique and go, oh, did this is this what I felt? Is this what I noticed? Um, and the more that you can notice this, the more that you can realize what I'm talking about, right? So there's two basic ways of letting go. There's the um, I want to call it the extreme form of letting go, where it's not it's not extreme as in like uh, radical or destructive or anything like this, but extreme as in like it creates peace. It's a very strong level of waking, uh, letting go. Um, you know, if you can do that, you can notice it right now. If you if you let go really strongly, something. But if you notice that level of peace, that level of relaxation is something that's almost being maintained.
So the second form of letting go is what I would call gentle uh, letting go-ness, where when you let go of the typical beta stage, you enter into what I would, what I would call pure awareness stage. Um, so it's not alertness. It's not relaxation. It's kind of like in between these two. So this doesn't mean that when you let go, you you won't find this non-dual state within this relaxed state. Um, but if you do, it's the relaxed state is not going to be very extreme. It's not going to be the most extreme that you would have. Like if you were to meditate for 10, 20, 40 minutes or whatever, um, it's going to be a bit different. But if you notice when you relax in this way, if you, if you let go, if you have this strong letting go, um, you can still notice there's experience. There's the self, and then there's this, the experience itself. Um, but in the second level of letting go, the gentle letting go, you can start to lose all of this. There's no self, there's no experience. Doesn't mean that there's nothing happening. Doesn't mean that there is nothing that the awareness is aware of. Right? But it, what it means is that there is no self. Uh, and so when awareness is aware of something, it almost feels like nothing is happening. It almost feels like nothingness, like emptiness. Um, and that's because when awareness is, only awareness is aware of something. So think of it this way, right? And this is the thing I made it. I made a, I made a uh, I'm recording a little journal that I might release on this podcast because it was really interesting. But uh, think of it this way, right? So the self, the way the self works is it has to be maintained in some way, has to maintain things and has to control things, and the way that it does this is through effort. And there's a certain experience it ha- um uh, that is created by this effort. Now, the effort doesn't have to be really strong or anything to have this experience, but there is an experience there with this effort. Um, versus if you do the gentle letting go, there's no effort. And when there's no effort, there's no self. Um... And there's a subtle experience that you can notice. Like if you are in that beta stage, if you're just like aware and awake, and if you're not doing the do-nothing technique right now, you can actually feel and become aware of this sense of self. See if you can notice this right now. See if you can become aware of the sense of self. It's not a, it's not a thought. It's not a, it's not a feel. It's not even a word, but it is kind of like a feeling. It's, an, uh, it's an, almost like an object. You could you could almost some people it might be in in your head somewhere, um, and basically what that ultimately is is um, uh, 
it's ultimately caused by manipulation. Um, now, this is a bit of a complex topic because when, when we're talking about non-duality, when, when we're talking about the sense of self as well, we're talking about something uh, that's, that's usually beyond most people's understanding and senses. And so we have to talk about it in a way in which you can understand. And so the sense of self that you may be feeling, if you can become aware of it right now, is not actually a sense of self. What it is, is the brain, the mind, the body, um, effortfully becoming aware of something or trying to control something or trying to do something, trying to be something. Um, and that creates a subtle experience of, of, a, of, of an object called self. And it may feel very much like a self. Um, but in this state of gentle letting go-ness, there is no object, there is no self. There's no, there's no, there's not even really even objects. There's no physical objects anymore, really. Like, there may still be things happening, going on around you, and you can still even do things around you. Um, you can return back to beta stage and everything like this. But if you are looking for a sense of self in that, you're going to be finding yourself back into the sense of self uh, and letting go of the true awareness that is, the pure awareness that is happening right now, but is being um, but it's only in the background because we're aware of ourselves. We have a sense of self or seem to have a sense of self and, and seem to be a self. Um, and so when we're in this gentle letting go in this space, um, we don't exist as a being that is separate from reality, that is separate from what is happening, that is separate from what is... Even to say that there is a being there is, in some ways, um, you can almost say that as a separation as well, because there's a being and then there's what be non-being, right? Um... But in ultimate reality, in this way, there is only awareness. And this awareness can be experienced right now. And this is what this, this, is, what is called the direct path. Um, but because we have been, because we're so familiar with the sense of self, even though we don't realize it, we think that is awareness at all. And that is just not true. Because the sense of self has been fused with awareness, because the sense of self, the sense of self uses awareness and tries to control awareness and manipulates awareness to see certain things and do certain things, and that creates a feeling of something called a sense of self. Um, and I'm not exactly sure how and why this happens, but you know, it is something interesting that I have noticed and. When I'm in this state of gentle letting go there is no sense of self, there's no subject, there's no object. There is just 
reality. Ultimate unconditional reality without thoughts, words, you know, deeds, attention, things like this. Um, now, I know some of you might be saying, yes, but you've returned back to the sense of self. That must mean the sense of self is real. Maybe, maybe not. The point is that the sense of self is temporary. It's not a constant thing. What is the, the only constant that really exists is this right here. Now, the, the things around and, and moving within the constant changes. You know, like, you know, you, you may have a building one day, but then 400 years later, that building might be, you know, falling apart, crumbling or whatever. But the constant is still there. Constant called ultimate reality or what you could call pure awareness. Awareness without a subject, awareness without a tension. Basically. Um, you could almost say that the cell, that the the, the mind, the brain, is trying to bunch awareness up into itself. And that's what is called attention. A-tension. Attention within awareness. Um, but it's not actually awareness itself. It's the self. Uh, in order to be a self, you have to be attention. Um, and you have to have attention happening. And you have to also have, you know, there's also a non-attention where it's, it's like not about paying attention, it's about relaxation, total relaxation, where you, you could be like totally relaxed in a meditative state, not even concentrating on anything, but there's still a kind of non-attention happening. There's still, you know, things like this happening. So now what, what, not, now what I want you to do is to do this technique over again. And don't focus on the instructions that I gave you, the, the pointers, the understandings that I gave you. But notice to see if any of this is true. If not, maybe it's you're doing it wrong, maybe it's not. No. Right. Yet time for you yet. Maybe you still have to build some of your awarenesses up. You know, things like this. Right. But see if you can do this in, in reality, in experiential reality. And whenever mind, the mind says or does the thing called attention, which is like trying to hold on to something, trying to manipulate reality, trying to manipulate itself, its state of mind, let go of that.
keep doing the non-doing. If it helps you to uh, do some deep breathing to reach the state of non-doing or doing the non-doing, no, that, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The mind will... Always though, try and divert your attention, your your lack of attention onto itself to make attention. And so, almost what you're what you're almost doing is just watching that, noticing that, letting that go. Letting the, even if letting go itself becomes the mind's uh, use of attention, saying, oh no, I need to let this go, I need to let things go. Let that go. Let, let go of letting go itself. Another thing to keep in mind as well is that it may take a little while for this non-dual awareness to truly kick in when you do this work because the mind has been so good at grasping your attention for so long that it may take a couple of seconds or even maybe even longer to release this. It shouldn't take more than a couple of seconds, so 10, 15 seconds at most, but it may take longer. So become aware, be aware that this may be true if this is happening in your reality right now. You can go back to uh, being, paying attention again if you wish. So, some last, a last uh, thing that I want to say here is that I don't want you. To, I don't want you to try too hard with this practice. This isn't something that you you do with a serious amount of effort and go. I need to let go. I need to do this, and I need to do this. because that's exactly the opposite of what you're trying to do. And so, even if you don't reach that state of of gentle letting go ness that I'm talking about, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Even if it is that peaceful, relaxing level of letting go in this, it's a start. What that's doing is it's starting. It's basically what you're what you're going to be doing. What what this is doing is is helping you to release the necessity to depend on your mind for your satisfaction. 
all you really need to do in life, if you if you really want to be peaceful, because all the mind is going to be telling you to do all these things, to chase all these things, chase money, chase women, chase men, chase you know whatever it is. All you really need to do is to let go. You know, become aware that that the that mind that need that the mind's need to do these things is actually keeping dissatisfaction in place in a lot of ways. And so the mind is the source of its own problem. So you like so this is a very non-dual episode um and i'll talk to you on the next one whenever that's going to be so another thing that i wanted to point out before i ended this episode is that a lot of the, the this uh not doing anything is going to seem like nothing special and the mind is going to look at it and go this is dumb this is stupid why do i have to do this and things like this um, and I'm not telling you that you have to do this thing at all. You can do whatever that you it is that you want to do. Um, but really what it's showing you is the true awareness that exists. Um, and true awareness and true oneness is nothing special. Even though, you know, for a lot of people it seems like something special. Oh, this is something ecstatic. This is something that's really real, I'm having visions, I'm, I'm having visions, I'm probably having all these mystical, you know, states of mind, and things like this, um, <clears throat> and that can be part of oneness, but ultimate oneness, actual oneness, is here, now, where we are, it is something called pure awareness, and this is what I'm trying to get you to, towards, with this with this episode um and so if the brain does this if the mind tells you this like this is nothing special this is nothing at all this is really stupid you know you can you can listen to it and say yeah i agree this is really dumb or you can say let's let's hear them out let's see what happens if i do this every once in a while every every day every couple of days whatever and that's that's the beginning part of this whole process. You know, I think a lot of us in spirituality have gone into this whole thing, and we 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 are, you know, maybe a lot of us have had these ecstatic feelings of joy and and love and things like this. Um, and th- there's nothing wrong with those things, but ultimately, in the long run, those things are never going to last. They're not long term. They're impermanent. And so if you rely on those things to give you satisfaction, to help you become more spiritual, more one with everything, more, you know, awakened, then you're always going to be chasing your tail. Um, so, anyways, hope you like this episode. It is a bit of a different episode for my channel, but... It is something that I wanted to talk about for a little while, and somebody brought this to my attention, you know, talking about maybe you should do an episode on this, and, you know, at first I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what I would say about it, because, 
you know, there's a lot of articles, are a lot of teachers about talking about non-dual, non-duality and things like this, but I figured I'd give this a shot, and I figured I'd give this um, technique my own experiential understanding so that you can perhaps find find this um, non-dual level of awareness yourself. So, anyways, this is a deeper perspective, and I'll talk in the next episode.